welcome to the bonus episode. It's the bonus episode. There's a new excitement horn in it town. Got spicy. Yeah. You're really switching things up. When you just counted us down, it was really throwing me off that you were doing like a finger gun situation. Oh, uh, usually I like normally push my arms out. Yeah. So like to give a little bit of a like behind the scenes of how this works, when we are recording separately, Kelly counts us in so that she has mm-hmm. something to like line the audio up to when she gets our like sep when I send her my audio on my end. And she kinda like does this hand motion <laughs> when she counts us down or she just sort of like pushes her arms out kind of like she's trying to like take off and fly a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, just sure. now she did like a really like weird like slow finger gun thing. It was an interesting it was, I was an like interesting play change. in the air like I was because I got to keep like I got to keep a rhythm so you have something to line up with. So I was using my hands to keep that up. It really threw me off. Uh, but anyway, we're so excited because it's time for a bonus episode. Uh, yes one of our favorite things to do for the podcast is to rank stuff and in life it's one of our favorite things to do in life yes not just for the uh we didn't even acknowledge this in the main episode but marking the end of season five in terms of seasons we are a third of the way through the show crazy not in terms of episodes because we know the end seasons get a little short. short but uh in terms of seasons yeah we're that's, a third of the way there that's crazy it i mean it blows my mind anytime i think a little bit too hard about how long we've been doing this yeah because <laughs> it feels like it hasn't been years but it is it has been years it has been years and uh yeah it's crazy that we are we are just moving right along getting into getting into what i would be what I consider to be like really the strongest seasons of Criminal yeah. Minds, like yeah. those those kind of middle seasons. Um, so we're getting into the into the meat of it, the good stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, uh, but yeah, as always, we are going to mark the end of the season with a special bonus episode where we rank our top five favorite episodes of season Hell five. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh. It's there were a lot to choose from. It's a long season. You had twenty three right. episodes to choose from, but um, some of them were such big turns. <laughs> so I pretty much skated right on by the first five episodes of the season <laughs> and didn't think about them too hard. Um, but I will say, while there weren't a ton of episodes on my short list, I think I maybe had the hardest time that I've had as long as we've been doing this, of putting them in an order. I I mm, really, yeah. it wasn't that I had a hard time picking the ones that I liked. Like I, I pretty quickly had a number, I had five, but I had a really hard time figuring out like where in the rankings that they were going to fall. I, I think yeah. I rewrote it like three or four times of like, and I've already changed around. it once since we started recording. Because, <laughs> since we started recording. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I had a hard time picking. And it's always yeah. a little bit hard to be like, what about that one that I like so much? Right. You and know? for the most part, like Cassie asked me earlier today when I was doing the rankings, she goes, how do you remember all these episodes? And I told her, I was like, well, I go back like online and just like read yeah. the descriptions. But then from there, it's honestly mostly just a vibe. And yes. so, uh, you know, there's a very good chance that I'll say I really liked an episode. <laughs> and if you listen to that episode <laughs> of the podcast, I shit on it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I try. I feel strongly that like my like my number ones are probably pretty consistently episodes I really liked. Yeah. Because 
every season there's at least one or two episodes that come right to the front of my mind as like absolute all-stars yeah and then when you're getting down to your fours and fives i'm like okay what did i like about that episode yes Yes. and it's hard it's hard to to like when because sometimes there's episodes where you're like i don't hate it but i don't love it and it's hard to like pick Mm -hmm, up on those mm -hmm. nuances of like what you particularly liked or didn't liked about something and that's when yeah you just kind of like you know what it has a vibe where i feel like i like it can't tell you why but i just do (laughs) like part of me is like i need to be taking notes when we watch the episode so that i can like remember when it comes time to rank but that's too much work that's too much that would take away the joy and the spontaneity of the recording it would um, well, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I don't know why, but I feel like I went first last time, so I'm going to make you go first. Okay, that's fine. Again, could be totally false. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a long while. And I it actually really realize we've, we've done two bonus episodes this season already. Right. Because we, we had the top five of our first 100, we, which we, we rank- recorded on July 19th. Yes, back in <laughs> July when we hit the 100 episode, we did that. And then we did our normal mid-season one. Yeah, um, that was August. What did we <laughs> Four rank months for, ago. What did we rank for our mid-season thing? Uh, worst episodes. Worst episodes. Yes. Right, right, right. All right. Well, <sighs> starting with number five. Yes. My, my least favorite of the favorites. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I gave number five to episode nine, 100. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not a wow that like it made the list, but a wow that it's so low. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, it Tell was, it to me. Give it it to was me. up higher in my in my sort of like original draft, and it slowly sort of moved its way down. And it was because I was really trying to think back to like when we talked about the episode when we watched it. And the reason that I put it so low is because <laughs> it it's not my favorite episode in the sense that I love watching it. Like. Yeah. It makes oh, me yeah. it yeah. makes me very sad. It's a high stress episode. Mm, it's yeah. very emotionally heavy. But the reason why I felt like I needed to put it on the top five is because I do believe that it is a superbly done episode of Criminal Minds. Yeah, it's perfect. It's beautifully written. It's beautifully yeah. acted. Yeah. It has all of these, all like... All the way down to Jack. Yes. Like, it's just... It's a great episode of Criminal Minds. It's a great 100th episode for a show. Yeah. And so it's, like, it needs that. I needed to give it the accolade of, like, putting it on the top five. But I can't mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. that it's more of my favorite than some of the other episodes. Okay. Because okay. it's not enjoyable to watch in, like, the sense of, like... This is like a fun episode of Criminal Minds. Like it's yeah, it's a heavy episode. So that's why I felt like I needed to just kind of put it at the bottom there. Okay, if that makes okay. sense. Okay, um, I'll no, allow it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Number four, okay, is episode six. The eyes have it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now again, iconic lines. Iconic lines. Iconic. I don't know if it's iconic to anyone else other than us, but I... But, yeah, it's it's very important to us. It's very important to us. But I, again, I was thinking back to, like, what we talked about when we watched it. 
it's got some big old plot holes, like gaping plot holes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I can't, I can't say that it's like the best written episode of Criminal Minds has ever been written, but I personally love it because it's, it's, it's so, there's so many ridiculous aspects to it. The, yeah. and it's just like the, the set alone of the taxidermy shop is enough to just be like, what the fuck? Like, the shot when they just like pan from animal to animal. It's just like, like, it's just sticks like, in my head. Like, just like random pans just all across. And then the shot of, I don't even remember what kind of animal it was that had the human eyes in it that just yes. looked so bad. Some kind of like cat. I don't like, know. Yeah, like a puma, but not a puma. <laughs> like a mountain lion. A small mountain lion. Yeah. And he's got a scooper things, and I just uh, enucleation. There's enucleation. Um, so yeah, so I just personally really like that episode. I I can't say that it's like the greatest episode of Criminal Minds that's ever written, but it's a it's a personal favorite of mine. And hey, mm-hmm. I'm the one that's doing the ranking, so I can right, put it that's anywhere the I point. want. Exactly. So again, exactly. I personally like it. I couldn't put it higher though because I do think that there are just some like, like actually stronger episodes in the season so i had to kind yeah. of put it lower on the bottom half because it, it doesn't it's like it doesn't hold up against some of the other stronger episodes so that's right. why i went with number right. four right number three hitting right in the middle is uh episode seven the performer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now i went back and I put the performer on my top favorite episodes of the first 100. So, like, wow. I gave it, like, very high marks in that ranking. <laughs> and I did start to doubt myself a little bit. Like, I was like, what yeah. is happening? Like, what sticks out about this episode to make it so good? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> it's the vibe. It's just the vibe. I think this is a good example of the one where it's kind of just the vibe. I do like Gavin Rossdale in this episode. I think he's yeah. I think he's a surprising guest star guest star choice, but he does a great job. And the fun fact that they wanted Bon Jovi. They wanted Bon Jovi, <laughs> but they got Gavin Rossdale. Um, an improvement. Yeah, like I think it worked out better for them. Honestly. Um, but I don't know. I think it's it's a it's a fun. Um, I like the misdirect of it, of like the fact that they mm-hmm. really do set you up to believe that it is Gavin Rossdale the whole time, and then right at the end, it's like, no, it's not. It was actually it's his manager and a crazed fan, and a crazed fan from like the first part of the episode, like plot yes. twist. Um, I love all of the like weird Twilight references and things that happen throughout. Yes. Like it's just a, it. You know what? I think it sets me. It sent it like similar to the Von Dutch documentary. It sends mm-hmm. you back mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. a special time in pop culture when like vampires were the thing. <laughs> oh yeah, and like everybody was into it, and I just like it. It's just like you said, it has a good vibe. I enjoy it every time I watch it. And so I'm I'm going to I just I felt like I could put it right there at the middle of the road mm-hmm, on my ranking. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel justified in that because at the time that we ranked our top 5 first 100, there were some very strong season 5 episodes that we hadn't seen yet. They right. are they are past right. the 100 mark, which is why right. the performer is not higher on this list, I think. Yeah. Um which brings us to number 2. Number two is episode 12, 
Uncanny Valley. Oh, yeah. A, what I would consider to be a truly iconic episode of Criminal Minds. Probably maybe one of the most iconic. I think because someday it's so deranged. Someday we're going to have to rank, like when we get like way into the later seasons, we're going to have to rank like what we consider to be like the most iconic episodes of Criminal yeah. Minds. Oh, yeah. And I feel like most of us in the fandom would probably point to Uncanny Valley because it is it's so like alone in its own thing like it's maybe like two other episodes I would put in the same tier of just like like different realities almost like but it's like because of how different and how unusual and how specific the gist of the whole episode is is just immediately recognizable like it's like the mall episode but it's yep. the doll episode, and you just mm-hmm. know, like, what mm-hmm. you're talking about. Like, if you watch Criminal Minds and you say, and I were to say to you, like, oh, I just watched the doll episode of Criminal Minds, everyone knows what that is. Everybody knows the doll episode. Everyone knows the doll episode. God, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And it's, like, it's, it's again, as we often say, it's not to say that it's, like, a particularly upbeat episode of television, but in the Criminal Minds universe, like... It's a little campier. It's a little mm-hmm. like it's just it's a it's not quite I feel so like, heavy. I don't know. Don't we also get at the end like Morgan lays into the dad? No, Reed does. Dad, Reed, Reed right, yeah, right. goes after the dad. I knew someone goes in on he him. He goes in on him. And like, you got these fucking weird ass dolls and yeah. here's why you have them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Reed, yeah, Reed's great in that episode. Love a Reed moment. I love any moment. moment any one of them just like rips the unsub a new one. Yes. I feel like that's another reason we really like the mall episode because yes. what Hotch and Prentice go in on the Hotch unsub. Hotch and like, Prentice just like rip Anytime them each someone one. just like <clears throat> dives in there. Yeah. Like in the last episode, Rossi goes in on the old guy. Yes, he does. He like does. I can't like that episode did not make my top five no. spoiler alert. But still, like I just love watching a team member just like Rip them to shreds. Read the unsub for filth. Yes. It's so satisfying. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's Uncanny Valley. Like, it's, it's just, it's. Yeah. It's a, it's like a defining episode of Criminal Minds. That had to be so fun for the makeup artist, too. For sure. Like, it's just like, you're going to make giant dolls today. It's so, it's so good. It's such a good episode. So that brings us to number one. I'm excited to hear what it is. My number one favorite episode of season five is episode 16, Mosley Lane. <gasps> Whoa. Does that blow? You? You're going to have to remind me what that episode <laughs> even is. <laughs> Mosley, Which one's that one? Mosley Lane is the one where they're kidnapping the kids from the carnivals. It's Evan Peters' episode. Right. And the crematorium at the end. With the crematorium where they've they've been stealing kids this whole time. And you've got Evan Peters' mom who's like, he's alive. Like, I haven't given up hope. And like. Right. And then like the other kid, like the parents are like, oh shit. And then it turns out that all of their cases are connected. And Evan Peters is the hero. He like saves these kids, even though he's also been helping kidnap them. And he's, like, reunited with his mom at the end. Like, he wasn't brainwashed. Yes, exactly. 
So that is that is my favorite episode. It is the one wow. that the Goobs directed. Yeah. Which I think he does a great job directing that episode. It is another one similar to 100 that I feel like is really, really well written. I feel like the pacing of the episode is great. Um, there are plot twists sort of throughout. Um, I think everyone who is in that episode, from the guest stars to, like, the main cast, act it amazing. Like, there's some good, like, you got Catherine Hahn from Grey's Anatomy guest starring in that episode. Mm, right. You got Evan Peters. The The people that play the unsaid couple are so creepy and so yeah, just, like, weird. Ugh, like, this ugh. Ugh, creepy old couple. Like, they're incredible in, like, a creepy way. But I think, like, my favorite part of the episode, and we talked about this, I remember, at the time that we recorded it, was that you get that shot at the end of Prentice and JJ and Garcia all sort of, like, being in the room, and the mom comes in to thank them. Yeah. Mm. And it's just this amazing, like, women-believing women, like, Charlie's Angel moment where they, like are appreciating each other for what they did to like solve this case. And it's just great. I just feel like it's a great, strong episode. And I, I just, I like it. It's one of my, it's one of those episodes of criminal minds that I always remember. It's like, it's a memorable episode to me. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think it's a strong one all around. So there you go. There's my, there's my top five. They kill her in the end. What? Don't, do, doesn't he shoot her? Evan Peters shoots. Yeah, Evan uh, Peters. So yeah, so Evan Peters shoots the That's old. That's always lady satisfying. Unsub because she's trying to like burn them in a crematorium, Ugh. and then the creepy husband hangs himself at the. Oh yeah, ew. Maybe yeah, that's why I like blocked it out. Yeah, as we've discussed, hanging freaks me oh, out. Right, it does. It freaks you out. That was another new thing we learned about Kelly recently. <laughs> um, I do have a couple of honorable mentions. Yeah, please let me hear. Them. Um, I am putting our season finale episode 23 Mm, our mm -hmm. darkest hour um on my honorable mentions i think it's a great season finale um i think i i couldn't bring myself to put it on my top five because it scares me so much (laughs) and i don't like it uh for that reason um i Mm -hmm. also have i have season or i have episode 14 parasite on my honorable mention oh the miami episode the miami episode the con man who's got his Mm -hmm. mistress pregnant and then like he's kill he's killing ladies in his trunk while his kids in the car Mm -hmm. it's the closest Mm -hmm. thing that criminal minds will ever get to like a soap opera episode Mm -hmm. and it's wild from start to finish so that one gets an honorable mention um and then my last my last honorable mention is episode 21 Exit Wounds, which is the Alaska episode. I think it has Ooh. some great team dynamics. Yeah. And we get some Garcia moments we in We get there. a lot of Garcia. Love a moment when Garcia is in the field. So I I wanted to throw that one in there as a little special honorable mention as well. Yeah. So, so there it is. That's that's my list and I'm sticking to it. Wow. And wow. So I feel like I got I surprised I ho- you. I hope based on my reactions, you know, you can predict that my list is kind of different. I think so, which I'm kind of surprised. But also similar in ways. As usual, it's about as as close as usual. Okay. Uh, <laughs> similar episodes, different order. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. I'm ready. All right. Number five 
goes to cradle to grave again mm. i did not put episode numbers she never does <laughs> so i don't have those for you she did like cradle one to time grave. i did one time yes uh cradle to grave is the episode with may whitman yes where they have the girls like giving birth and i put this yes. episode on the list mostly because of may whitman <laughs> Yeah. And because of the vibe. I am sure that I talk smack and we talked about plot holes. Yeah. But Mae Whitman is so high on my list of favorite celebrities that she takes the cake. It made the list. Yeah. She takes the cake over a lot of other episodes. I um, had Cradle to Grave on my short list originally. And I took didn't even I took it off because I felt like we were shit talking it when we watched it. It really, you know, (laughs) thinking about it, like it did have a lot of plot holes. Like we never learned why they were making these girls give birth. But we do get that moment. I remember this when Prentice like goes in to save the day before she gets hit on the head, where she's like being nice to the kid. Like we have like a good Prentice sneak around. Which I really like. I feel like you're conflating that with a different episode. No. I feel like the episode where she goes in. And the little kids watching the cartoons. Oh, I feel like her and JJ go in together. I feel like the one where they go in together. I feel like the one that's Heart Shaped Box. I was going to say, Heart Shaped Box is the one that she gets hit on the head. (laughs) Oh, you're right. You're right. (laughs) But. Oh, man. Sorry to destroy that. Still a, still a good episode, though. It, uh, yeah, I feel like it was one of those, like, okay episodes. Yeah. Um, And so, because Mae Whitman's in it, it shot to number five. That's for fine. Me. You can you can feel that way. That's fine. Right. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, number four is an episode that was on your list. Mm. The Performer. Okay. As with you, it's not so much that I remember what I liked about the episode, but it has a good vibe. It has a vibe. I like Gavin Rossdale. I liked the weird vampire elements. It's something about it, like the gothiness. It just... It's just fun. I was just into it. I was just feeling it. Yeah. Uh, it's just fun. So yeah. I've not really much else to say about it no. that we didn't already say. Cruising right along. Mm-hmm. Number three. Yeah. 100 wow see now you see why i'm shocked that yours is number five i'm shocked that yours is so high well here's why i had to give it number three it is really good like to an extent i don't like it because i do not care about hotch at all but (laughs) i do care about Haley. i do think it was really well written and really well acted yeah um I do love when Hotch goes into a blind rage and just beats the shit out of Foyette. Uh, the suspense of walking through the house. Yeah. Like, Jack saying he, like, was helping his dad with the case and staying Ugh. in that, like, trunk, like, breaks Ugh. my heart. God. Every time. That, like, that particular factoid yes. sticks with me. It stuck with me from the first time I watched the episode. Um, oh my god and so for that reason it's number three i just think it is very strong it's maybe the most iconic episode of the whole show Uh, i would say it like makes lists a lot of the time yes um for being one of the most heartbreaking tv deaths yeah uh right up there with like when when they figure out it's george that got hit by the bus (laughs) in Grey's anatomy yeah uh it's like right up there so 
Um, it's an episode I feel like a lot of people know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I think it's pretty good. I think they re- worked their hardest on that episode, and they it did. shows. And they, they did it. Yeah. So that's why that's why I gave it number three. Okay, okay. Uh, number two, yeah. and this is the spot I had to change oh. once we started recording. Number two, I'm giving to, to the episode we recorded tonight, Our Darkest Hour. The season wow. finale. Because the creepiness the creepiness is a reason I love it. Like Ugh. I think they do such a good job of playing up having Tim Curry and setting up this freaky ass crime, Ugh. making it scary. They just like dig into all the right things and push all the right <laughs> buttons in a way that I love. Like, they do. Before I started watching Criminal Minds, I couldn't do horror. I couldn't do thriller, scary things. And Criminal Minds made me have a higher tolerance for that. And I feel like this episode is one of those episodes that, like, built that tolerance for me. Yeah. So watching it again, I, like, love it and appreciate it a lot more. Um, Tim Curry is so good. Like, he has, like, no lines. He has barely any scenes other than, like, turning and smoking a cigarette. That is so true. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) And yet I would give him an Emmy for best guest actor in a TV series. He literally doesn't speak until the last scene. Right. And he says like like, four things. They make a point of how much he doesn't talk. Yeah. And but then it's like he said like his words are very important. Yeah. He says hello there. That's what's on the wall. Then talks a lot in that final scene. But like other than that, no speaking. Yeah, it's so just, like it the is, English major, ugh. the English major in me like can dissect this episode to the <laughs> snort logs back to the Stone Age. Uh, so for me, that makes it a good episode because that's something I really enjoy, obviously, because yeah, I studied it. But uh, I just think it's fabulous. I do not care what happens in the next episode if it's like a shit roundup or if it's a better episode yeah. than this one. I'm still going to leave Our Darkest Hour as my number two. Um, that's a that's a fair assessment. I think I'm... I, I agree with all of that. I just... It freaks me out so much. It's too real. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. But I and do I agree to- with you. It very much, like, walks a line of, like, almost a little horror, almost a little, yeah. like, thriller suspense. Like, there, yeah, there is... total suspense. It's tiptoeing along that line of, like, this right. is almost it's, too scary. <laughs> like, I can't. It's an episode that almost, like, elevates the, the like, quality of the entire series. Like, if they made yeah. all episodes like this, this would be a show that's on par with, like, Mindhunter. Like, right. it, would, it would leap up to, like... Like, a streaming service quality is what we would say now, like an HBO or a Netflix show. Well, but I do. It's, I, I We've do. talked about, I've I've shit talk on Criminal Minds before about <laughs> how I feel like it's a, a more of a lowbrow p- procedural. Sure. But, but what I was going to say, this though. This episode is just different. This episode is different. And it's it has the elements of what some of the best episodes of Criminal Minds are, which is that they almost sort of elevate the genre even a little bit yeah. because yeah. it's not just about like a one episode cop procedural thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it's mm-hmm. like criminal minds is one of a thousand of cop procedurals. Right. Like, I mean, th- that's ultimately what it is at its baseline. Um, but I think, I think you're right that like 
Our Darkest Hour is an example of when Criminal Minds does what it does best, which is sort of tapping into going beyond just the procedural part of it and kind of tapping into what makes true crime captivating to people and what makes serial killers in particular so horrifying, which is these like monsters among us type. Right, right. And that's what this taps into, which is, like, this specter in the night guy who's just driving around in a fucking ice cream truck. Yeah. Like, showing up in Prowling people's houses. during blackouts. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I'll rescind that it's on par with Mindhunter. I think that was too much of a leap. I'll put it. <laughs> I'll put it more, like, to compare it to, like, what I think is a very high quality uh, crime show but network based Hannibal which I have recommended previously yes a if you watch just yours. like the first first two seasons of Hannibal it is sort of this procedurally thing but elevated this is more along those lines where it's procedural but elevated yeah. um and you know looking back on it is it really elevated or is it just the Tim Curry of it I don't know maybe that's a good point it could just be the Tim Curry of it like it's almost like this this episode is what Mandy Patinkin thought the whole show was going to be. Like hey, a little maybe. more mindsy. I, uh, I don't know. But but I feel like yeah, he would have objected to the violence of it, which is what his right. real problem was. Was he was like, it's too But we only, like, we don't see, it's not gratuitous aside from the first one. Like, they show us lots of crime scene photos. Yeah. And they do it in, like, a little bit of, like, a uh, very network television way with like the different like flashy yeah, shots yeah, yeah. of everything whereas like on another show you might just see them like handing out crime scene photos right um i don't know i don't know it's a strong episode i will give it to you it's a strong episode yeah so that brings us to number one well i think i know what your number one is it's the uncanny i was like it's the valley. it's the only fucking one we've talked about that's not hasn't been on your list yet i was like there's no way that uncanny valley is not on your list somewhere <laughs> yeah and it's my number one for the season i love it i think it's just so absurd and like the like the twists and turns the camp of it all the oh she has what is it diabetes and yeah. she needs her medicine like there's like all these extra stakes and, like, and then there's that part, I was just, just that part oh. when you're rooting for her, when her stuff starts to wear off and she can Yeah, move. and she, like, goes to the phone. And you're like, go, yeah. go, go, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just got, it's got a lot going for it. Uh, the reveal of the first body on the carousel. Oh, yeah. Like, that creepy setup where at first you're like, the security guard is just going to find this body, but then, nope, it's the carousel guys playing with the music. Yeah. Then they both find the body. Bah, bah, bah. Bah, bah, bah. And she's dressed in this weird way, and it's like... Yeah, and she's just, like, laying there, <sighs> eyes wide open. Um, Oh, the whole thing is just so bizarre. Yeah. And I love it. It's like an Alice in Wonderland fever dream. It is. It does. It has very like Alice in Wonderland vibes. You're right. I don't really. Alice in Wonderland has always scared me. I don't think I've ever made it through the movie. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Because it's scary to me. Well, yeah. I think, you know, you want to know why I think it's actually scary is because of that Tom Petty music video that's based on Alice in Wonderland. I don't know if I've ever seen when that. When they eat the cake that is her body. Ugh. 
listeners, am I making this up? Or <laughs> is there a video, a Tom Petty video, based on Alice in Wonderland? I don't I have know. a distinct memory from the 90s of watching from this. From the 90s? Yeah. Like, when I was a child. Oh, it comes, don't come around here no more. <laughs> comes right up when you Google it. Well, oh, there, there it is. There oh, it is. You didn't dream what it. What year is this from? What year did this come out? I don't want to watch it. No, stop. <laughs> Your computer's like, yes, let's watch it right now. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, she gets swallowed whole by Tom Petty. I mean, listen, I don't Ew. disagree with you. Like, Alice in Wonderland is... It's freaky. Trippy Tweedle at best. Scary at worst. I've it's never seen the Tim Burton version because I have no desire to. Oh, I did watch the Tim Burton version and didn't mind that one. I just don't think I could watch the cartoon. I feel like when I look back on Alice in Wonderland as like a Disney film, I feel like I can put myself into like the mindset of like Tiny Kelsey. And I feel like <laughs> Tiny Kelsey didn't get it. Like, I feel like she was, Yeah, like, I feel like it doesn't make sense. Well, it doesn't. And I feel like the original book doesn't make sense, probably. I've never... Ri- Isn't it true that it's based on drugs? I don't know. That's another reason I don't bother but to it give like it a just, shot. It, yeah, I just... I feel like I remember... I feel like I remember as a kid the part when she, like, goes to the house and she gets big and she, like, sticks her arms mm. through the holes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I remember, like, that part being, like, I don't fucking get it. Like, is this, like, what is, like, how does this fit into the story? The other thing that I didn't fucking get as a kid. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Well, the part, the part I didn't get was the part with, like, it's, like, the movie takes a weird detour to that, like, walrus. And, like, I don't even remember this part. But there's, like, a walrus, and then he, like, has, like, the little baby oysters, but he, like, eats them? (laughs) What? You, guys, guys, am I making we, up a part of, of Alice in Wonderland? Do we need to watch Alice in Wonderland and post our reaction on Patreon? Now I'm going to Google Alice in Wonderland walrus because I swear to that God. That makes me think of the scene in Pinocchio where they get eaten by the whale, which is a reason I don't watch Pinocchio. I'm going to say it. The original Disney cartoons don't don't hit for me. I didn't make it up. It's there's, real. There's a part of Alice in Wonderland that I feel like she's not even in. And I don't understand. Again, still don't understand <laughs> where this fits into the plot. But there's this walrus and he. <sighs> well, there it is. I Googled it. Do you oh, he's see? in a suit. The walrus and the carpenter. What the fuck? And he's wearing a suit. But then you see the little baby oysters, but he eats them. I don't, guys. Guys, I'm I sorry still, if you're into Alice in Wonderland. I still but I don't say, get it. Alice in Wonderland people are the same people as the Nightmare Before Christmas people, and that's a very specific person. And you know exactly who you are. <laughs> <laughs> like you're really into the Cheshire Cat. Yes. You in your like MySpace? It said we're all mad here. <laughs> but also, you wear fleecy pajama pants that have Jack Skellington on them. You know who you are. Yeah. yeah. Alice in Wonderland was too much. It's too much. It's too much. I'm not into it. I don't get it. Still don't get it. I'm really I'm really into the idea of you and I watching it together. And okay. I'm in podcasting I'm, about it. I'm ready for uh, it. Let us let us know if you'd listen. I think that's a great experience idea. Experience that. Well, um 
Was that it? Did I say my number one? You yeah. did. Uncanny you said Valley. Uncanny Valley. Are there any other thoughts about Uncanny Valley oh, that you'd like to add? Uh, no other thoughts about Uncanny Valley. Um, I'll say, I'll name my one. Um, oh, yeah. Do you have any? Honorable mention. Yeah. And again, it's mostly for the vibe, but also for how silly we were in the recording of this one. <laughs> I'm going to say it was A Rite of Passage, which is the one the where is one? the guy was beheading people in the desert and then he kills the local cop really high on my list not so much because of the crime or the episode but we had a lot of fun with that one because of the gloves and like the weird immigrant shit gloves and like i feel like we just like tore that episode apart and for that i had a good time and that's why it makes my honorable mentions (laughs) that i had a good time (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that was a fun episode So it makes my list. <sighs> well, there you have it. Our favorite episodes Our top five. of season five. If you'd like to play along at home, yeah. go and open up your iPhone and go into the notes app. Yes. And record your episodes. That's what I do. Kelsey, I don't know if that's what you do. Uh, I don't usually do it on my phone. I, I'm a I'm a pencil and paper gal. Oh, I she's need, old school. I okay. gotta have a. I gotta write it out and nah, do it. I, people don't write letters anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me. Paul. I'm just anti technology. <laughs> she posted her literal paper calendars. That I she did on Instagram today, guys. So I did. Old fart over here. I love a paper calendar. Hmm. Uh, yeah so rank your top five and share them with us or just like comment on something if you think we're both idiots yes um and keep on keeping on we're chugging along to season six here Woo! Uh, not chugging along we're at the station we're at season the six is here station all aboard for season six all aboard see you on wednesday Woo! Uh, whatever date that is we yes. do approach the end of the year yes um yeah, I'm yeah. excited to dive into season six. I feel like season six is a pivotal season for the show. I don't know why. You, you want to know why is because we're going to lose some characters in this season. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like this is when some Which people go away. I'm not looking forward to, but we'll get through it together. No. Yeah. <sighs> okay. But yeah. Uh, yes, we will. Um, I will post our rankings on Instagram so you can comment on it and tell us, like Kelly said, if we're crazy or if you agree or if we left some off that you just can't believe we left off. We want to mm-hmm. hear all about it from you. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week with a whole new season of The Unknown Subject. Woo-woo. Very exciting. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you for being Thank here today. Thank you for being here today. Um, but yeah, as they say, when they catch the unsub, it's It's over. over.